Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Brew Roots. This is Emily, and only Emily. This week Matt's in Texas, so I'm going to be doing the episode solo. You remember that we're the podcast that brings you the stories behind your favorite beer. And today I'm going to be talking about the health benefits and maybe some of the drawbacks of drinking beer. Because I think there are a lot of misconceptions around, you know, regular consumption of beer and what it does to your body. So I'm going to tell you guys all about that today. But before I start, I have to crack open a cold one. I'm drinking the Sour Face by Mighty Squirrel today. This is a Berliner Weiss brewed with kiwi and raspberry. And I have already had this one. I have to admit, it's really, really good. And it has the most beautiful color I have ever seen. The head is like this beautiful raspberry pink color. And it's a deep, deep raspberry color. Um, The actual beer itself, it's beautiful. So let's crack this. Right when I crack that, that raspberry head just comes frothing right out the top. Loving it. And it has this beautiful smell. So this is a sour beer, but it's not this overwhelming sour that like takes over all of the flavor. You're really getting those notes of kiwi and raspberry and a little bit of yeastiness. And I am just absolutely loving this beer. It is truly the most like photo worthy beer I've ever had. And another nice thing about it is it's 5% alcohol and it comes in these big tall boy cans. So you know that it's just kind of a manageable drink. Matt and I recently interviewed Naveen of Mighty Squirrel. He's one of the co-founders and he sat down and talked to us all about it. We took home a bunch of swag. He was a super cool guy. So check out the Mighty Squirrel episode and gear up. If you're from New England, their brewery is opening up in Waltham probably in the late fall. And we got to see it before it was built and it was super cool. Another thing I'll say about Mighty Squirrel is that I appreciate the consistency in their packaging. They use a very similar layout in each design on their cans. They use kind of like a nice matte sort of pastel looking color. They use a lot of bright colors and a pretty simple sort of illustration. And I just have always appreciated how nice all of their cans look when you kind of line them all up. They're just all about the bright colors. All right, moving on to the episode. I have to give you the beer history, even in Matt's absence, so here goes. On this day, in 1971, the Northern Brewers Limited was purchased by the Canadian Brewers Limited, but the the company continued to operate under its original name of Doran's. But more interestingly, one of the first malt beverages without a beer flavor was introduced on this day in 1955, and it was called Sassy. But unfortunately, it was ahead of its time. Uh, Even then, in recent times, the producer Weber Brewery of Waukesha, Wisconsin, was accused of designing and marketing an alcoholic beverage that was aimed at children. So bad on you. And this week, I'm not even going to bother with a fun fact because I think that all the fun facts are tied into the main content today. So really, what I want to talk about is, is beer healthy? Yes or no? I think I've been trying to get at the answer to this for a while, and hopefully by the end of this episode, we'll all reach a consensus. But, I mean, for background, most people tend to think of alcohol consumption in general as an unhealthy act, right? 
And as I got older, I remember hearing that a glass of red wine each day is good for your health because it has antioxidants and it's good for your heart and all of that. And so that kind of tripped me up. And I was like, I thought that all alcohol was just bad for you. And it was something that we kind of enjoy anyway, like cigarettes. You know, we learned that cigarettes are bad for us, but it was like, eh, screw it. But maybe it's not all bad. And if drinking were so bad for your health, you know, why is it so normalized in a society where we have access to research and lots of medical science where, I mean, we would know by now if it was like the silent killer, right? Like cigarettes. So is beer next? Is beer not as bad as we thought after all? Let's find out. So what I want to start with is what is in beer, right? We know, most of us know that beer is traditionally made with water as a base, some grains, hops, and yeast. We ferment the grains, we combine them with yeast to produce some alcohol and acid. We add hops for flavor and voila, we've got some beer. Maybe we've got some fruit in there too. And it's obvious that if your digestive system is sensitive to grains or yeast or what have you, then beer is obviously going to be a problem for you health-wise. But for those of us that aren't sensitive to grains or any of the other contents in beer, then you know what's the harm? Well, for one, we know that drinking large amounts of alcohol is strenuous on the liver. I've said this in so many episodes past, and I even talked about the subject of beer and how it relates to your health. And we know full well that binge drinking is unhealthy. It's just a fact. Putting lots of strain on your liver is just bad for you. We all know that. And it can cause damage over time. You know, it can cause cancer. It can cause all kinds of issues. Uh, But that should be a given, right? We know that binge drinking will screw you the next morning, but it's also going to screw you later. And I even read a little bit on this Harvard researcher. His name is Eric Rim, and he says heavy alcohol consumption wipes out any health benefit and increases the risk of liver cancer, cirrhosis, alcoholism, and obesity. Heavy and binge drinkers may have increased risk of stroke, chronic hypertension, weight gain, and colon and breast cancer. But if you're just enjoying beer in moderation, and by moderation, I'm talking about one to two glasses a day. You know, WebMD says it's one 12-ounce glass for females and two 12-ounce glasses for males. That's probably based on some national average of, you know, female BMI to male BMI. But, you know, take it with a grain of salt and understand that that's moderation, one to two glasses a day. You know, so if that is the case, what's happening to your body when you're drinking beer? Well, for starters, you know, we all know that beer contains carbohydrates and, ooh, like, carbs so bad right no carbs are good your body needs carbs it turns them into energy so if you're enjoying it in moderation you're getting a healthy dose of carbohydrates and that's all coming from you know the hops the grain and the yeast but on top of that there are trace amounts of b vitamins there's some iron magnesium and potassium these are small amounts like they're not going to give you your daily value but you are getting those as an added bonus but let's talk about the alcohol in the beer because Obviously, we know that the alcohol affects us in terms of what it does to our brain, right? But it also affects other systems of the body. So let's start with the brain. Alcohol is a depressant, so it releases a chemical called dopamine in your brain, which in smaller amounts, in this moderate amount, that can produce a calming effect. It can reduce stress and anxiety, but in the longer term, it has some pretty interesting effects. There was a study at the Langju 
university in China that linked beer consumption to a lowered risk of neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. I'll link this study to that down below if you guys don't believe me, but pretty cool stuff. Another effect of the alcohol that's in the beer is the fact that it stimulates your appetite. So it can actually help to increase your appetite and aid in digestion. So I guess the point of me outlining all of these health benefits, while they may seem minor, is just to make you understand that when you're drinking beer, it's not like you're drinking a cup of poison. You know, there are some benefits that it has. It's good for your digestion. It's got some vitamins in it. It's got some carbs to give you energy. And overall, the depressants that are in the beer in very small amounts can help give you a calm and peaceful feeling when you're drinking it. But I would be remiss not to talk about some of the drawbacks that drinking beer has on your health because, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. So one pretty obvious one, I think, is the fact that it's really unsafe to drink while you're pregnant. Uh, It's typically labeled on the beer packaging itself. Uh, I'm not sure if this is across the board, but uh, you're really not supposed to drink when you're pregnant. And especially in the early stages of the pregnancy, introducing alcohol into a delicate system can affect the fetus and it can cause developmental issues, uh, fetal alcohol syndrome, among a number of other disorders after birth. So, I mean, that should go without saying, but obviously don't drink while you're pregnant. But there are lots of other health drawbacks when you're not pregnant uh, that are worth mentioning. I mean, one being that if you give birth to a child uh, and you're breastfeeding, you probably shouldn't be drinking beer either. I read some really weird stuff online about how beer can increase the flow of breast milk, but WebMD, you know, struck down on that one and said, absolutely not. It's unsafe to drink when you're breastfeeding. Alcohol can pass into your breast milk and cause abnormal development of skills that involve mental and muscular coordination. It can also disturb the infant's sleep pattern. So definitely not a good idea to drink beer while you're breastfeeding or any alcohol for that matter. But moving on to other health drawbacks, I mean, we all know that drinking in excess is a bad idea, but it can also aggravate any pre-existing conditions that you have. So if you have a heart condition, for one, this definitely can aggravate that pre-existing condition. So it's not recommended that you drink beer. Also things like high blood pressure, high levels of blood fats and triglycerides, if you have gout, if you have asthma, if you have trouble sleeping... If you have liver disease, neurological conditions, pancreatitis, stomach ulcers, blood conditions, consuming beer is potentially going to aggravate these and make them worse. It's also recommended that you not drink beer prior to a surgery because it can slow down your central nervous system too much and cause the anesthesia to take hold way too hard. I mean, I don't have great experience with that because I have a condition where I am practically immune to anesthesia I almost don't respond to it at all but I still wouldn't drink a beer before surgery just because you really don't want to slow your heart rate too much you don't want your central nervous system moving at a slower pace you get the gist other things that are important to keep in mind as a beer drinker are your dental health right beer contains sugar which bacteria love and it sits on your teeth so you need to make sure that you're brushing your teeth after you drink a beer to prevent cavities and tooth decay. And the last thing I want to talk about very quickly is 
just some of the more mass-produced beers that are out there on the market, like think of your blood, your Bud Light Platinums and your Bud Light Limes and any of those beers that have that extra flavoring in them because oftentimes they contain high fructose corn syrup or like dextrose syrup, hop extract, and caramelized sugar. And all of those are just not what you really want to be putting in your body. Uh, so definitely that brings home the point to drink more craft beer. Isn't it obvious? And keep on the lookout for those Walmart craft beers. If you want to know a little bit more about that scandal and the fake craft beer at Walmart, check out our episode about beer scandals and controversy and myths. Uh, It's in the archive. You will love it. But as for the health benefits and drawbacks, that's all I want to share with you guys. What I took away from all of the things that I learned just putting this episode together is that beer can be healthy. Like, yes, in theory, it's healthy. In moderation, it's healthy. But it's really easy for it to become unhealthy really quickly. Like, for example, if you have a pre-existing condition and you're drinking beer, you're probably aggravating that pre-existing condition. So in that case, no, beer is not good for you. (laughs) But if you're a healthy individual with a healthy lifestyle and you're enjoying it in moderation, yes, beer can be healthy. And it's probably a healthier option than some of the other options out there, like hard liquor drinks that are loaded with sugar or even mass-produced beers like, you know, your Bud Light Platinums and your Bud Light Limes. So I guess my main point is enjoy craft beer in moderation and you shouldn't have anything to worry about. What I do want to do is shout out a couple of our Instagram followers who have been so supportive, throwing out great comments. Uh, We got Boston Beer Girl underscore EJ. We have BS and Craft Beer. Obviously, we love Mommy Beerist and Catastrophe, Jelly's Drinks, 20-something and Tipsy. You guys are awesome. Hockey Mom 6, that's my aunt. She's a big beer lover. She's always engaging with our stuff. Her husband is actually a home brewer. That's my Uncle Jeff. I'd love to have him on the podcast soon. Hopefully, you guys will hear a little bit more about his story. He's been doing this since before I was born, so obviously, he's learned a lot along the way, and hopefully, some of you guys listening out there are home brewers yourselves and can take a lesson from his experience. Can't forget about Hops and Bros. And lastly... Danielle Joywood, I hope you had a great time at Spirit of Hudson. She was the winner of our two VIP tickets. Overall, you know, I think I can speak for Matt and myself when I say, you guys are awesome. You humble us every day with your amazing comments and your DMs and your support with the podcast. We're watching the listens go up consistently every week. It's the craziest thing ever. We're constantly texting each other going, can you believe this? (laughs) We're actually growing this really huge audience and we're really excited about it. We wouldn't be where we are without you guys. So thanks again for all your support. If you aren't already following us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or any of those wonderful services, make sure that you're following us and you're subscribed so you get new updates every week. We publish every Friday. Stay in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Brewroots on everything. Check us out at Brewroots.com and send me your ideas, info at Brewroots.com. And I gotta say, I think I pulled off my first solo episode. I know it was pretty short, but I'm recording this thing from my college MacBook, which doesn't function without being plugged into its broken charger with a broken trackpad. It keeps dying, and I still managed to pull this thing off. So, Matt, if you're listening out there, I kind of did it, buddy. And uh, until next week, talk to you guys soon. Cheers.